just a nigga at the NC Trying to put you up on game to put it simply Remember days I was empty Remain true to myself, that's always been key Yo, hey, what's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin'? I hope everybody's doing good, feeling good out there in the universe. Um, you, you are now tuned in to another very fucking special, another very fucking uh edition. Yeah, the very fucking special edition of Broke Conversations. I'm your host, OG Odie, and this is the world's most poverty stricken podcast. Um, I don't even wanna I don't even wanna speak on speak on shit that's behind the works in the scenes. Um, just know. Some big changes is coming to this platform. Very, very, very big, very important. Um, pushing, you know, I'm about to meet certain goals and shit. And uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna speak on it. I'm just gonna show and prove. Fuck talking about shit. Anyway, um, hope everybody's doing good, feeling good. Hope you got something to smoke on, sip on. And if you don't, you can uh enjoy the fact that I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, let's let let's 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 go ahead and jump right into the first topic. I right. Master P recently um recently was in the headlines and uh he te- he recently teamed up with Richard Patterson, a former black engineer for Tesla, to create the world's first um black-owned supercar manufacturer in America. Um, so this is obviously something that's history shifting, history changing. And I, man, I be I bring up Master P like every fucking every month, every month or two. This nigga, he he coming out with some shit. He's expanding like the most as much as he can in every single industry. I think he got a water company. He obviously he obviously you know he got the rap snacks, and, rap snacks and shit like that. It's like every single time you hear this, you hear Master P name, and it's always something amazing and fucking something that's transcending some shit for black people drastically. You know, without him. We wouldn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of hustlers, a lot of, a lot of even rappers. They wouldn't even have that drive, have that, you know, shit to look up to. And a nigga like Master P um, doing that shit all independent. Like, bro, ain't nobody, and, and out the South, nigga, if you're from the, any Southern state, you got to respect that. If you love hip-hop in any way, you got to love and respect that. So shout out to Master P and Richard Patterson. I hope everything, um, the numbers get right for the for for whatever contract both of them they need to sign on whatever equity, all that shit. Hope everything's good and I hope we see more of shit like this. You know what I'm saying from the masterpiece family or you know other people. Um, hold on. All right, next topic. Uh, Harvey Weinstein's company is set to be liquidated. Um, and the value is set at 17 million and that is set to, uh, <clears throat> be given to 40 people who have, um, I guess stood up and testified or, you know, admitted that, um, he has sexually assaulted them anyway, 40 different people. That's a whole motherfucking lie, but I ain't gonna cap, bro. <laughs> this may be stereotypical. Just looking at a picture of that nigga, he looked like the perfect, the perfect, like the billboard picture of a fucking of a nigga that would do some creep shit like this or be a fucking pedophile. Just, just some just some weird ass shit. And honestly, looks if looks could kill, this nigga will most definitely be prostituted off gate just off that. So, um, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 one of the things that's really been in the news and shit and really people been people been talking about even way like a year ago, way before, you know, all this shit. This is one of the things that really sparked the Me Too movement or really one of the biggest things that I've seen being 21 years old on this earth and um 
to really have the most big impact and shit like that. Cause it's 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 motherfuckers always it's quick to cancel somebody black and like even without evidence. So many motherfuckers and turn their back on Tory Lanez and shit. But at the same time, look at the flip side. Niggas women and and probably men that was outside of the jail that R. Kelly was in, you, you know, uh they didn't give a fuck or they didn't believe it, you know, but it go both ways. But um that's most definitely good to hear. Um, let me move on. Third topic. A thief was... Oh, this shit was super funny. I saw this shit on Worldstar. A thief was caught on ring, cam, ring camera trying to kick in a door like Donkey Kick. It was two niggas kicking the same door. They must have had... The, I don't know what type of locks they had. I need that shit on <clears throat> my crib. But anyway, they were caught on ring, ring cam uh, trying to Donkey Kick the front door in. And um, one of them obviously had a gun in his fucking... Um, in his hoodie or his pocket or whatever, and it went off and it shot his ass in the leg, and he jumped and skipped and uh skipped away. But you fuck regardless, cause nigga, your blood is at the crime scene. <laughs> so if if they have any other link to you, if your mask slipped off, if you had your tattoo on your nose or your eyes or you know just some crazy shit, if they got any any other thing, which I know they probably do, and these niggas, uh, actually yeah, I think they are yeah they already in jail. So yeah, off rip. Yeah, but um, I thought I, the reason why I wanted to bring this up, I thought that shit was super funny and super crazy. Like, obviously that may have been a nigga's first lick. Like, you you first of all, you didn't even look and disable the motherfucking a simple ring camera. It's not like them shits be in super discreet places. Nine times out of ten, it's right next to the motherfucking doorbell, or it might be the doorbell. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't even disable that. That was the first thing you're supposed to do. Cover your fucking face up. If you post, if you I, if you gonna do it right, my nigga, do it right. Cover your fucking face up. Get rid of all the cameras. You supposed to um, you couldn't even get past the front door. Like yo, whether they was home or not, man, that's the funniest shit. Nigga shot himself in the leg. That's some eight mile type shit. <laughs> that's some eight mile type shit, bro. <coughs> And it was kind of like instant justice when you think about it. And a nigga in jail, so <clears throat> he may be fucking disabled or slightly disabled for that reason. And you get in jail time on top of that, bitch. That's double jeopardy, ain't it? But anyway, um, moving the fuck. Oh damn, let me see this. Hold on. But yeah, moving the fuck on. Um, next topic. Space Jam 2 uh, teaser has been released um, on HBO. I think it's HBO Max, but whatever. HBO Max, they is, they is man, yo. These niggas is, is gearing up to be bigger, better than Netflix. One of them probably going to end up buying out the other because that's all we've been hearing. Like, Netflix is a two hubs, or maybe Amazon, if you fuck with that, or Disney. It's not the only two, but when we talking about big movie releases, that's mostly what the fuck I see. You know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle, like I said on the last few podcasts. He's he signed an extended deal. Um, Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying? That's some good-ass fucking relationships. So I think it's really going to come down when it comes to streaming and shit. Just in my point of view, it's going to be HBO and Netflix against each other. One of them going to absorb the other. You already know. And it's going to be a motherfucking monopoly. But, um, like I said, um, Space Jam teaser has been released. Um, and it's set to come out this year, um, July 16th. Um, I, I tried to watch this shit. I don't know if I have to have the HBO shit. I saw some shit that was like... That kind of urge fans to like make submissions and and do like certain shit to be featured in the movie and shit like that. I don't know. I don't think I saw the official trailer, but either way, I don't give a fuck about the trailer. I'm just excited and I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Me being, um, I feel like I was born in the in the. 
I feel like I would love to like really experience all of the nineties. I was born in ninety nine, but uh, like the early two thousands, that was a still great. That was still a great time. And um, you know, the people around me, like my sister and shit, she was the one that put me on to um shit like Space Jam and shit like that. And and uh, that was the most definitely that most definitely had an imprint on me. I've always like um. Ever since after that, uh, Daffy Duck and shit like that, and and um, you know, Bugs Bunny and shit like that, and even even the Monstars because it just show you like a different perspective. Just like shit, be, being an adult. I was talking to somebody about this last night. Being an adult and watch and versus being a kid and watching SpongeBob. Being um being a kid, you're more like SpongeBob, but when you grow up and being an adult, it's like, you're more like Squidward, these bullshit-ass jobs, you're getting paid pennies, your job, uh, your boss a cheapskate, um, you just ready to go home, and there's some annoying-ass niggas back in the kitchen working for you, singing, um, working with you, singing and shit like that, and just making the job longer than it fucking has to be, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, shit, shit, shit can really, um, you know, be like that, um, but yeah, though, I, I said all that just to say, just to connect back to the point, I can't wait for this shit. LeBron, I know LeBron gonna kill this shit. I've yet to see some real acting, like some long-lasting real acting. I've never even seen LeBron featured in anything. Damn, not even power or nothing, but who knows? Maybe it's some shit out there I ain't never seen. But, um, yeah, I'm ready for this shit. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. July. Um, moving on. Rachel Lynn. Rachel Lynn Pert. Um, this, I, I saw a video that connected this, so before I even say, uh, read the rest of this, I'ma just say what I seen in the video. Uh these like she got caught out in public reporters, they found her and um she had a mask on or whatever, but she was like she was gone at this bitch. She was sprinting in like heels type shit. She had a like black black dress on and uh in heels. Um reporters they came up to her and they questioned her about being one of the rioters and shit like that. And you know, and she, because she and her boyfriend got caught. Um and I think they could receive up to eighteen months in prison and also a fine. But um you know, they wanted answers and shit like that. So the media and maybe maybe that was a news news service. It was like, what do you have to say to the five families that died? What do you have to say? You know, and she just kept running away, running away. And it was like that. I I, I didn't expect anything to happen to none of these rioters, honestly. And even if even I know that some these some of these motherfuckers they deserve way more than that, way more time than that. Eighteen months, that ain't shit. That ain't even two years. You know what I'm saying? But it's something. It's something. And and to see that it's 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 not all. You know, <coughs> the the whole system ain't corrupted. You know, sometimes there are little moments like these where people they really get kind of what they deserve for being domestic terrorists because I believe everybody, you know, that did that shit. You, you're a fucking terrorist. Why was you, how, how are you upholding and, and, you know, if you, if you, if you aren't okay with something, there are better ways to go about that. We all know that shit by now. But, um, but yeah, anyway, let me finish reading this. Rachel Lynn Pert and her boyfriend, like I said, they surrendered to federal law enforcement for storming the Capitol on the 6th this month. Um, if charged, they could receive, like I said, up to 18 months in prison and a one, 150, I mean, 105K in fines. So, I really hope, you know what I'm saying, shit can really go on and motherfuckers can be examples and, and 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 just be a light, be a, be kind of a shining light, shining beacon in in this uh world, in this democracy. That you know, it's not all fucking bad, even though a lot of it is. Um, let me move on. Kodak Black shows his appreciation recently, um, by getting a tattoo of his lawyer Bradford Cohen 
on his um getting his name tatted on his hand. He recently posted that on um or at least maybe I saw on Shade Room or World Star or whatever. But either way, it's real. Kodak Black, yeah, he he got his lawyer's name tatted on him. Uh, I think that was dope. That was super real. Like, and for you to do some shit like that, I think you would have to be somewhat close to him. Like, even if. Like, yeah, if, if that, especially if that was a lawyer for him because he's been in for a while, probably over a year, maybe two years because, yeah, probably t- two years. Who knows? Um, I should, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, probably like two years. It's like, it, and if that's been the lawyer that stayed down with them through all the shit, even, you know, when niggas weren't even trying to grant him bail and all the other shit and he was getting mistreated and guards was beating his ass and shit, he most definitely deserved that. And, and that, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest signs of respect, the biggest signs of, you know, admiration that you can get, especially being in the motherfucking hip-hop, hip-hop culture, like, or any culture at all, so, shout out to Kodak, Kodak Free, Wayne Free, y'all know that shit, y'all know that, y'all know, and, uh, probably 140, 100, 100, 100 other people, so, shout out to that, um, yeah, I think I wanna move on to this segment, uh, would you risk it, and, um, Damn. For today's segment of Would You Risk It, um, I got I got some shit that 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 can go both ways. Like it's it's two ways, two scenarios to like like to even think about this shit. First of all, let me read the shit. I um, <laughs> oh, man, woman stalls a 24 year old thief after he robbed a store, um, by giving him oral sex until the police show up. Um. On the scene, they said a deputy or a lieutenant or whatever officer on scene. That's what they saw when they pulled up and when they arrested him, he was half naked. So, yeah, um, there's two ways to look at this shit. First of all, would you risk giving possibly a stranger? But I believe for her to do all that shit, she knew him. So but actually, before I even get in all this and pre and prefix, it, I'm assuming that everything here was consensual, consensual and it wasn't like a rape type situation. In the article I read, it didn't say that he had a gun. I think he punched. Yeah, yeah. He just punched the cash. He just strong arm niggas. He punched the cashier and the lady did not work in the store, but she happened to come in the store and then she ended up servicing this nigga in the back of the store, you know, giving him head or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. So first of all, let me, pre- let me pre- preface it with that. All right. Let me get back into it. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's two ways to, um, two ways to look at this shit. Um, would you risk giving head to some, I, like I said, I think she knew him. I don't think it was a situation where like, Oh, it's a stranger. Oh, I'm about to be, a, uh, I'm about to save the day by sucking his day. I don't think it was something like that. I don't, maybe she was on, that, it would make more sense if she was on drugs, and this nigga maybe sold drugs, or sold, or maybe, who knows, who the fuck knows, but for, for the, for the nigga to just stay there, and, like, it's so many, it's a limitless places you could get head, I don't think the, in the back of a store <laughs> that you just robbed and strong arm a nigga, like, first of all, you risking your life, the, the cash, the cashier could have picked up a gun, any, any crazy shit, would you risk being, First of all, the woman's point of view. Would you risk doing that for whatever reason? Because at the end of the day, she kind of like the hero, even though it was on some unorthodox shit, to say the least. So, yeah, that's it for that. Would you risk doing some shit like that and, you know, for that reward and, and to help out the greater good? Would you give up your mouth to... Damn, I thought I was about to come something around, but fuck it. <laughs> Would you give up your mouth for the greater good of society to put somebody that deserves to be behind bars behind bars? Um, and on the flip side, the man's point of view. Would you risk wait risk getting caught like he eventually did? 
just for some quick head, like, bro, it's, first of all, that couldn't have been the only girl that you could actually, or woman that you could have sex with that you know of. So, second of all, it's like a very in or inopportune time to do some shit like that. But this nigga was like, all right, fuck it. I got the bag. I didn't get my stimulus check. That's <laughs> this, this was probably the shit that was going through his mind. I didn't get my stimulus check. I got the bag now. I got probably... Um, enough for two two of them bitches. So hey, she she gonna I'm gonna let her do what she do. Then we gonna leave and we gonna do whatever. And then we um, we gonna blow a bag and you know do whatever. Would I think maybe both of them was on drugs? That would make that would make <laughs> that would make better sense. Um, yeah, that X nah ecstasy. I don't fucking know. Whatever drug croc croc crocodile whatever whatever the PCP whatever the fuck niggas was on that. It's some crazy shit, and 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 at the end of the article that I read, it said, um, um, it said that the lady had a comment. The lady that did it, um, she said, she told the police to, uh, come, fucking, come get them, come get them off because I can't do it anymore or some shit like that. So, like I said, I hope it wasn't a rape situation, and I hope it just wasn't some consensual shit. This is all just jokes and shit. But um, but yeah, though, like. That's would you risk it like both ways? Would you risk like, but at the same time, if he if everything was good and everything, and and the police didn't get there too quick, that got to be the best one of the best climaxes you had you've you probably had ever in your life. So was it worth it to the nigga? Because that's the most pressure. The police, you got the store people, they could barge in any time. But this nigga was like, fuck it, let's go. So yeah, that was uh the end of the fucking would you risk it segment. You feel me? But yeah though, um, yeah, let me move on. Um, for the last topic, I wanna uh put y'all on to some game. I ain't been listening to music I don't listen to music all the time, especially as of late, but I have been listening to some music and I wanna give y'all some suggestions. Um, first on the list, reroute by Roddy Rebel. That shit is super hard. Um and also I ain't gonna cap this shit ain't even on my list, but I forgot. I forgot what it was called. Uh, I think it's called Red States. Somebody did like a voiceover with Donald Trump and um and Barack Obama, Barack Obama over um, a New York drill type beat, and they killed that shit. I forgot what it was called. I think it was called Red 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 something Red something. You know something to do with Democrats. That shit was super hard. I watched that shit three times. It was it was, it was one of the most funniest videos I've ever seen. So if you happen to bump into that on social media or YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. That shit was super hard, and the bars was really good. And they didn't bullshit. It was some real. It was some real good shit. But um yeah. Other than that, like I said, Reroute by Rowdy Rebel, super hard. I think that's the first song he dropped ever since he's um, been released from uh, jail or prison. No, not prison. Not jail, but prison. So, um, but yeah, though. Um, Op Stopper by 21 Savage and YB and Namir. Um, I didn't think I would, I didn't think I would like it just because uh, YB and Namir, I don't like a lot of, I ain't gonna say most, but I don't like a lot of his um hooks that he makes. But I liked it. It wasn't too... It wasn't too fucking long, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't like niggas trying to step out of their comfort zone too much. So I, I loved it, you know what I'm saying? And who the, who the fuck don't love songs about killing people over trap beats? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, Fuck Valentine's, which is Fuck Valentine's also is a song and an album that I listened to by Hunch Mook, H-U-N-C-H-M-O-O-N-K, Mook. I think I said that right. Um, Yeah, this uh album and song came out two... Three years ago, it's 2021. Yeah, or 20, in 2018. In 2018. So, um, I love this shit. 
But the only thing I didn't love is like I said, he had he had one song that I, um that was like four minutes, and when niggas ain't really saying nothing to get lyrical or saying the same thing over and over again, it's like damn that shit can seem like eight or ten minutes. Like I feel like niggas that's just doing the catches in the trap shit, which is cool. Stay in your own motherfucking lane. Don't make a song past two minutes. Like even when you got a feature on it, get in and get out. Feature have sixteen, maybe twenty bars, and then that's it. But fuck it, that, that's that's just me and how I feel. But it, that was just one song. For overall, I, this ain't an album review, but overall, because I only listened to it once. Fuck Valentine's album one time, but it for overall, it, it it was a pretty good album. I like most of the songs, um, and I, especially fuck Valentine's. That's 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 some legendary shit, some hood hood classic shit, nigga. Um, and last but not least, Big League by Ot Genesis. That song came out like. Well, whenever you're hearing this, if it if it dropped today, it came out like yesterday or two days ago from uh, what's today Saturday. So yeah, uh, I've been I've been bumping that shit, and I lo- and I like that shit so <clears throat> I like that song so much, particularly because um, he did a podcast with with if you know if you listen or watch po- other podcasts and this um, he did a podcast um, the no Jum- on no jumper called at the end of the day. And that whole song and that whole concept and most of those bars came from that episode. So it's 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 amazing when you can do be talented in such certain areas and then reap the fucking success. He made merch from that episode. He's made obviously a song from the episode, like so much revenue. And and it wasn't even a like it was a good episode, but it wasn't like a copious day. Like niggas was try kind of fighting at the end, like not fighting but arguing and shit at the end and being petty and shit. But they. Some, they took something bad and made something good, and I always love a success story like that. But anyway, like I said, um, that has been the Broke Conversations podcast. I am your host OG Odie, and this is the world's most poverty-stricken podcast, Broke Conversations. And yeah, I love y'all out there. Peace, unity, love, and also song on the way. I got like four more bars on it, but um, it, it's gonna be called Vices. I don't know if I told y'all that, but whatever. I came up with a name. Next song is going to be called Vices, and it will be out on SoundCloud. And I will also eventually put it on the end of the episode, but not this one, though. Yeah, because I want to finish it. And then I, because I wrote it, but I got to lay it and shit like that. I got to I gotta lay the shit in. It got to sound right and all that shit. It's going to take a little bit longer for that. But, yeah, the song is most definitely almost 100% written. I just got a, just got another concept for the next four bars and that I might incorporate to it. And, uh, and yeah, please be on the lookout for that shit. Vices by OGOD. Check out my SoundCloud. Um, at OGOD. Um, also check out me on Apple Podcasts. Coming to YouTube again very soon because I was on there just audio. Visuals will be, will be uh added very fucking soon. And check me out. Um, yeah, whatever. Oh, oh yeah, my Instagram. Can't forget that. OG dot um, for my personal Instagram and broke dot conversations. Hit me on either one. Give me feedback. You know what I'm saying? And let's let's build this broke conversation army uh army and 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 platform up. You know what I'm saying? Big as big as we can be, and you do the same personally. You feel me? Anyway, um, like I said, I'm gonna say the outro again. <laughs> this has been Broke Conversations, world's most poverty stricken podcast. I'm your host OG Odie, and yeah, peace. I'm just a nigga at the NC, trying to put you up on game. To put it simply, remember days I was empty. Remain true to myself, that's always been key